And in Danville on the south side, where it's been a little bit warmer this week, it's 64. this country really is in terms of like how we treat each other right like like how bad the stereotypes are right i'm i'm afraid of my own people i'm gonna tell you a a true story i uh went to the airport uh three years ago to go to tampa florida and uh when i got to my gate it was all black people all black people like there were 122 black people getting on the plane and i'm like what is going on here (laughs) i was concerned right i'm like what am i flying soul plane what is happening am i flying soul plane is Kevin Hart the pilot? What is happening? <laughs> I got so nervous, I called the flight attendant. Come here, come here, come here, come here. Who are all of these people? I call my own people these people, right? And then she got cute. I thought they came with you, sir. No, 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 that didn't happen. I didn't bring a hundred and some black people to the airport in my Ford Focus. What are you, ridiculous? <laughs> Telling oh, you, my. that could be a fun flight, though. Oh, I went good. on a flight to the Bahamas one time. Did you? And and it was like a, a Soul Train flight. Oh, was it okay? But because it was a whole, it was kind of funny, it was a whole church group. Oh, okay. And they were going to the casino, which I thought was very strange. <laughs> <laughs> I found it to be very odd. Yeah. But let me tell you, that was a fun flight of people right there. Rod Paulett is his name. Pure have you joy. ever fl- flown out of Vegas? Uh, yeah. Uh, do they have, have like gambling roulette tables in the airport and that kind of they stuff? They have. They have machines. It's the last chance to get the one they arm have machines bandit. in the airport. When okay. we went to um, San Diego and stayed for a while, we laid over in uh, in Las Vegas, and there were yeah, there were slot machines. Yeah, last chance everywhere. To get your little gambling mm-hmm. thing on there, good buddy. You're on the morning jam. As good much morning. As I get on, which right. isn't much. Hey guys, good morning. How y'all doing? Doing good. good. I'm loving this weather, 65 degrees. I know, right? Awesome. But, uh, yeah, as far as truck drivers that have to get out the truck and crank trailers and everything, it's great. So, But uh, I was just going to say, y'all were talking about the uh, interaction between men and women. I, I witnessed The deal breakers? Night. Well, I, went, I witnessed this uh, exchange Wednesday night at the gym. I was in the grip room, and I was doing a, the group yoga thing, and... Uh, which is harder than anybody thinks it is. I, I had to throw out my macho and stuff, and that is really hard. But uh, anyway, I witnessed this interaction between this uh, girl and this guy. They were beside me over here in the group room while she was in there by herself, right? So the other, and they were both Latino, and he comes in, and she's over there. She's like, are you stalking me? She said, this is the second time you've... Uh, run into me today you mm. know and uh because he was a good looking guy uh she, she was she kept telling him that and then her body language was saying you know i like you and then at the end of the exchange they were talking and she kept saying are you stalking me and stalking me so she was and, flirting uh, that was her form of flirting yeah are you stalking me because uh, it all depends well, on if he would have been up Having been stalked, Alan, let me tell you, there's a difference in your inflection. (laughs) (laughs) Are you stalking me? (laughs) I have one question for you, Alan. Was that hot hot yoga? Well, no, just regular yoga, but it's 
you know, it's it's not easy. I'm gonna tell you that. But, well, I heard the hot, um, hot yoga really gets you limber. Yoga yoga isn't easy. Right. Like I fall a lot. Right. Let me just put it that yeah, way. I get yeah. That. Yeah. So. Yeah. I've been doing it at home too, Janet. Uh, me and my wife. And uh, but anyway, I thought that was funny. But anyway, she he ended up leaving. And he's like, I'm going out in the gym to work out. He said, You can come by and tell me bye if you want to. Okay. He's like, I might do that. And yeah. I, I just thought that was funny because. He said he had been stalking her. He, he saw her at the mall, and then he saw her at the gym. Mm. Oh, okay. Oh. Gotcha. Hey, appreciate it. Although, uh, so I will I will say that's probably, that sounds like something that I right. I might would have said to someone. if if, But if I had seen them at the mall and then right. saw them at the gym, or that, because they say that's something you need to look for. Oh, sure. Well, what if, what if it was like Planet Fitness, which is at the mall? Right, you know that yeah, would that's be different. that'd be a little bit less of a connection. But hey, the guy went in and did a quick ten dollar a month membership, so right. he could talk to her. Maybe, maybe. And you know, I, I I wouldn't put it past the guy to do that. I was I listening to a podcast. I have to tell you one strange thing I did on, okay. on a cruise. Go ahead. So, talk about your podcast. Was it so, a dead body involved? No, on the okay. on the podcast, the guy was actually a spy, mm. and and he was he was a spy that had been recruited. Right, and. He he talked about how how you became you know a very good spy, mm-hmm. but he said people don't pay attention, they they don't pay enough attention to their surroundings. He said this is why women don't catch their stalkers. This is why people mm. don't realize that they're being followed. They don't realize that they're in danger. He said if you see the same person even mm-hmm. twice a day, right. And, and you're and you're running a bunch of errands, and you see them. Let's say you see them at Kroger, mm-hmm. and then and then maybe you're at the mall, and and you see them again a few hours later. Chances are, statistically, that's not an accident. Okay. And it makes you think. Sure. You know, because and he said most people are just clueless, and it's like that thing I, I told you I watched this week. The guy that was literally trolling for women. At the local Walmart, and this footage was captured oh, yeah. right before he went and killed another woman, mm-hmm. and he was stalking her like prey, like a panther right. would stalk a small prey. Mm-hmm. He followed her around that store, right. and she was completely oblivious. Right. She had no idea. And I bet he followed her for 30, 45 but minutes. But what, what broke the the prowling what broke the prowling was um her husband or her father i don't it right. may have been her father sure uh joined up with her they met up because mm-hmm. you know sometimes yeah, when you're yeah, shopping I'll with somebody you, you know or and i'll meet you i'll right. meet you at their yeah. checkout or, or yeah, something sure. they when they connected there and it, i think it was her father because he was mm-hmm. a, kind of an older guy mm-hmm. and he kind of put his hand uh, uh, arm around her and patted her right. and i let me tell you he could not get out of there fast enough he left the store Right, he goes. Okay, I'm not but, messing yeah, with that one. Yeah, I got it. I got to get out of here. So we, I mean, we don't pay it attention mm-hmm. like we should. Yeah, uh, and it's not just. It doesn't just happen to to women either. I just watched Play with Misty for me, so yeah. I'm a little paranoid after that. Well, you remember that story? Yeah, cleaning switch. 1971, mm-hmm. first directorial debut, Crazy Woman. So my divorce is final. Okay. Right, and my sister-in-law Cindy. And my brother, Doug, and my niece, uh, Jamie, they talked me into going to a seven-day cruise, on a seven-day cruise with them, to Alaska. Okay. And I do. And, you know, I, I had a rough 18 months be- yeah. before that. Yeah. And I sort and of isn't felt— isn't it nice that that's a distant 
memory. It I mean, is. it still hurts, yeah. but but it's so nice that you're past that. So next time Doug and Cindy come up and they, they come to the Rose Compound, they can tell you a few stories of what I was like on the on the I cruise. would like that very much. Um, but I was a little like, didn't go crazy, but I thought, okay, I'm free now. I'm just going to have some fun Kid with it. in a candy store. I'm going I'm to flirt around, and I did. Because because you're an extroverted person, and you like people right. in general. I made so many friends, uh, two couples of which I still stay in touch with, and that was 2002. And the beautiful thing about Mark Lamb, y'all, and, and I'm, I might embarrass you here right now, but I suspect you were the same way then as you are now. If he was there, this is not like a man whore kind of Thank scenario <laughs> this is the kind of thing where he would probably be flirting with everybody if, whether they were 80 years old right. or you know 28 years old yeah. I'm, I'm guessing well yeah i did yeah. i had some fun just with... you were just enjoying life in general in general and, and if I... you met a hottie so be it well and i flirted with the girls that worked on the show i actually did right. lunch with one of the waitresses in our diner that sounds right um we just went out for coffee in one of the ports mm-hmm so, but there was this lady. She was really pretty. She was probably, you know, close to my age. And back then they would put the, the photographs. Now it's all digital. They put the photographs out of like when you came on the ship and that kind okay. of thing. So I found her photo. Now, was I sort of looking for it? Yes, I was. And I put a little note in the photograph. Mm. Hi, I noticed you coming on the ship today. My name is Mark, you know, da-da-da-da-da. I'm single, da-da-da-da-da. And um, just I just found you very pretty or something uh-huh. like that. So and she was on the cruise with her mom. I could tell it was probably her mom or an aunt or something. So fate would have it uh-huh. that we would run into each other on an elevator. Oh. And I and I thought cue up Aerosmith. I <laughs> so I had to talk to her, and I said hi. My name is Mark. I'm the one that left you the note. On your photo, I'm not a creeper or anything like that. I just, I just found you attractive or whatever I said. Uh-huh. And she said, "Well, well, thank you. I'm, I'm married. Oh, uh, and, and I couldn't see a ring on her when I looked at the photo. So, um, and my I, husband's going to kick your butt well, later. He, wa- he wasn't on the cruise. I'm on the cruise with my mom. Oh, okay. And we're just trying to get away for a little bit. Okay. But you know, I'm, I'm married. I said, I am so sorry. I will not, you know, bother you anymore. And I said, he probably thought I was a stalker. So um, anyway, I had so much fun on that cruise. You can ask my brother, Doug and Cindy. Was I a little cray cray? Right. Yes, I went a little cray cray. Okay. And because it had been a a long fight up to that point uh, because of, you know, well, you got a song for me? I do. Oh. There you go. Oh, let's let it roll. Uh, Mark on a cruise. <laughs> oh, what year is that from? Is that one of their seventies hits? I think. Um, I don't. I don't know. Maybe late seventies, early eighties. Aerosmith. <laughs> That'll take us into the break. Seven seventeen.
Jam with Janet Rose and Mark Lamb. That's the reality, ladies and gentlemen, in terms of all the stuff that you hear in the world about race. The reality is we're exactly alike. Black people are scared of uh, black people in large numbers when we're not expecting it, just like you are when you go someplace, well, not here in Utah, but if you, <laughs> if you got on a plane and you went to Las Vegas or some major city like Chicago or St. Louis, you would see a whole lot of black people and you would be, you would be scared because I've seen you. I've seen white people when you get in a room and it's all people that are not you. You get that weird high thing that you do. Hi, hi, hi. <laughs> So <laughs> that little wave thing. Hi, hello, hi. <laughs> I'm the exact same way. Because <laughs> you, know, you live in all black neighborhoods, you could get, you get robbed. Seriously, I'm not saying anything bad about my people. I'm just saying you get, you know, that's what a guy could pull up in a moving van and take out all your stuff right out the front door, and your black neighbors will just look out the window going, "Ooh, he's getting robbed." <laughs> Baby, they got his big screen. They got his big screen. They're taking it. Should I call the police? You better mind your own business. That's why I like, I like, I like having white neighbors. I really do, because white people, you make a neighborhood safe. You do, because you're nosy. You ask questions. You ask a lot of questions. Let a strange black guy pull into my driveway. My gay neighbors will come outside. Hello, hi, hi. I'm Steve. This is my boyfriend, Brian. Wow. Somebody asked, tell, what is his name? Again, it, 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 Rob Paulette. Rob Paulette. Yeah. All right. Yeah, he's funny. Because, um, <laughs> oh, I'm getting pictures of the best snuggler cats. What is what is his name? Because we were talking about, you know, you have a sweet cat, and then you have like, you know, well, you, the one trying to murder me in my sleep, right? Um, or the one your daughter has, which you've quoted who several loves times. Everybody looks like um, boiled chicken. It looks like a boiled chicken. <laughs> my little boiled chicken. Right. It doesn't have any hair. Right. But it's very sweet and it's very snuggly. And it and it won't try to bite you unless, of course, you know, you're not feeding it fast enough. And then apparently things can get ugly. But, oh. uh, yeah, there's that. What a revelation, Mark. I've learned more about you from the radio than I know from you in real life. Uh-oh. Your brother, Jim. <laughs> well, I'm, I'll tell you all I know if you tell me all you know. <laughs> How about that? Let's do that. Uh, we told you about the new McDonald's, the spinoff. Oh, yeah. Cosmics. Yes, yes. So apparently, um, it, it's doing pretty well. Is it? Okay. It has more than triple the number of visits per square foot than a traditional McDonald's. Huh. Is this going to be the wave of the future? Well, get us get us back up to speed because this they were going to okay. serve. Well, it's it's drive through only. Only right. It's a drive through only concept. Mm-hmm. And Which basically they've turned most of the McDonald's into. Right. Uh, recent data shows the small format beverage led establishment mm-hmm. saw more than double the number of visitors than a typical McDonald's location would chain wide. Data suggests that they saw more than double the number of visitors. Despite being open only since December 7th. Isn't that interesting? With more than triple the number of visits per square foot. But are people can like, we, curious? Is that why well, they're... That, possibly. Can we expect, what, 50% of what the regular McDonald's sell you can get there maybe? Well, it says it's worth noting that the numbers would have been much higher if the location had additional capacity to satisfy the overwhelming demand. Oh, wow. 
Uh, it's located in Bolingbrook, Illinois. Okay. So popular, the first week, local police were enlisted to direct oh, traffic around the building. Interesting. It is uh, roughly 2,500 square feet, much smaller than a typical McDonald's. Right. And it, uh, it they say it makes sense for their business model, serving beverages and small snacks okay. rather than meals. Okay. All right. So that, that they've narrowed it down. The minute the menu features signature galactic boost caffeinated fruit drinks, iced teas, lemonades, slushies, frappes, and a plethora of coffee drinks. Because that's what we need: more caffeinated drinks. There's also breakfast food options, including a spicy queso and creamy avocado tomatillo sandwich. Now that's interesting. Filled donuts called McPops. <laughs> savory hash brown bites and pretzel bites. McPops. I I don't know. Isn't it no. funny how they've done like Apple does? Everything has an I and a hyphen in front of it. Yeah. You know, like the iBank, the iPhone. What am what the am I missing? Donut. Why the would Mick, you Mick, wait? Mick, Mick, Mick. Why would you wait in that kind of line for that? That just looks like bad like how about McHealthy? Cafeteria food. Uh, McHealthy won't think? do good. Look at it. That doesn't even look good. Uh-uh. Yeah, I don't understand. Well, that You know what? Those uh, hash browns are more like hash rounds. They're almost like yeah, the what you get at Hardee's. Yeah, or, or Hardee's. Right, right. They look a little bit bigger, but not by much. Mm. Oh, what that's supposed to be? Is that supposed to be a... Nope, that's supposed to be the sandwich. Okay, like a slider yeah. almost. Well, apparently it, it's doing well for okay. them. So, All right. whatever. If it works for you, I guess, go for it. A woman with cancer is sounding the alarm. North Carolina woman is on a mission to raise awareness. She uh, was 38 years old. Doctors told her that she was too young to have colon cancer. Even though she felt like she had some textbook symptoms, mm -hmm. they told her it's likely hemorrhoids. A few months later, after pushing for test, the uh, Carolina-based entrepreneur was diagnosed with stage 3 colon cancer. Oh, my. She's encouraging other young adults to listen to their bodies. Yeah. Advocate for your health. What were the symptoms? Or colon cancer. Colon cancer cases are rising among people under the age of 50. Wow. Well, you know, my son got it in his 40s, early 40s. Well, mid, I, mid, uh, well, yeah, he was about 44, I think, or 43. She uh, found blood in her stool. Right. Called a doctor from her hotel room, mm -hmm. explained what was going on. Um, and they told her that it's very common. Hmm. And it would probably go away in a couple of days. It didn't go away. Right. Uh, she made an appointment with a different doctor, and they didn't find hemorrhoids, then said that's still probably what it is because of her age. Right. She was hoping for a referral mm -hmm. to a gastroenterologist for a colonoscopy, but that didn't happen. Right. Um, she ended up calling one herself. Mm. They found a tumor in her colon. Wow. And what, what stage? Uh... Three. Three. Okay. Wow. They said they would be in touch, but it was most certainly cancerous. Mm -hmm. It was still small. 
87% chance of survival. Mm-hmm. She immediately had surgery, removed 10 inches of her colon. Wow. Jeez. High-dose chemotherapy. Mm-hmm. Um, the first year was terrifying. It has the highest rate of coming back in the first year. She's five years in. She's cancer-free now, but mm-hmm. she's still going around the country encouraging young people to yeah. pay attention to their bodies. Well, you got to, because when you make the uh, five-year mark, you're... Well, it, and they're saying the reason they think they're seeing more uh, colon cancer in young people now is because they're eating ultra-processed foods right. and red meats. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, of course, obesity. Sure. Not good. 866-916-3776. You're on the morning jam. I'm going to hold you over through the break. Let me hold you over. I think that's Dr. Harb. We want to talk to him. Yeah, we do. We don't want to cut him short. No, we don't because this is, uh, this is important and it's, it's important lesson regardless of your age. Absolutely. But it's particularly important for younger people who just assume, oh, I don't need a checkup. I don't need to go and do that. Yeah, you do. We'll, We'll continue the conversation. It's almost 6.31, which means CBS News Brief is coming up. Then Kimberly McBroom with a couple of stories, and uh, we'll jump right to Dr. Harb coming out of the weather. Thanks for being with us on this Friday edition of The Morning Jam. And currently in the Lynchburg area right now, we have 65 degrees in Roanoke. Uh, they had a little fog earlier. It's 58 degrees right now. And then in Danville on the south side, uh, it's 64 degrees there. Before we went to break, we were uh, talking about a young woman who has made it her mission to encourage young people to listen to their bodies. Yes. And and to not just be brushed off if someone says, oh, you're too young. That's not going to happen to you. Specifically, she was talking about colon cancer. Yeah. And I want to make a clarification here. I was a little excited going into the break, and I said 631. Somebody <laughs> called me out on it. It was 731. It's 736 here on the Morning Jam, and we were talking about that colon cancer, and Dr. Bob called in right before the break. Dr. To, Harb. Or Dr. Bob's Harb's. See, I'm all getting all twisted this up. This is because you had creme brulee no, this morning. No, it's because I'm trying to squeeze too much in a short amount of time. It's creme brulee. 736, we have Dr. Harb on the line there to talk about the colon cancer. Good morning. Hey, guys. Yeah, colon cancer is, uh, you know, colon cancer with breast cancer, prostate cancer, lung cancer, and colon cancer, those are your four most common cancers. And colon cancer has been on the rise. And, and really, the overall term is colorectal cancer. But um, it's on the rise. And, um, you know, typically and historically, we recommended checking, you know, a colonoscopy or some other screening tests from the ages of about 50 to 75. But um, we're really kind of looking at 45 now mm. as an age, maybe 45 to 75. Right. And, of course, younger if you have a family history. And that family history is very important because colorectal cancer is hereditary. Mm. So if there's any family history, then you need to get, a, get checked out when you're younger. Right. And, you know, the typical, you know, the typical symptoms you see are what that lady had. If anybody ever has any blood in their stool or a change in stool habits, a change in your bowel habits. Uh, that's a big deal. You know, if you're, if you're having more constipation mm-hmm. or you see a change in the cal- caliber or consistency, then that's a warning sign along with the blood in the stool. Right. And most of the time, most of the time, the amount of blood in the stool that people have is not really visible. It's microscopic. Okay. So, you know, one of the, 
one of the one of the biggest things that we look at with every patient we see is if they have anemia. So an adult huh. with anemia, so any adult who has anemia, you know, low hemoglobin, has colon cancer until proven otherwise. Okay. So so when you get your yearly checkups, you got to check up and uh, you got to know if you're anemic or not. And if you're anemic, then that's a, that's another um, another red flag for possible colon cancer. Mm-hmm. So what we uh, so what what's recommend what's recommended for colorectal screening ca- for cancer is either a, a colonoscopy every every ten years, or you would you can do other options. There's a coligard test or a flexible sigmoidoscopy every three years, or at the very least, you know those little hemocult cards every single year. Right, and so those are those those are the options you have for screening for colorectal cancer. And I've done one of those in the past. My doctor gave me the card, and I took it home, and then you mail it in, and all that kind of stuff. Right, right, and then some have colonoscopies they are they they find polyps right and uh if if a type if a type of polyp that's found is called is an adenoma that's a precancerous polyp and then you have to have another colonoscopy in three years okay uh, after that polyp is found so, and you know it's a very it's a bit yep go I, ahead. I mean i i kick it old school i don't do the mail-in thing i i just go to the the doctor right. now because exactly, i did yeah. that and there was nothing there. Right. I don't have to go back for ten years. Right. Um, right. Exactly. But but now you know. But my husband mm-hmm. does have to go back uh-huh. earlier, and right. and I just wonder right. would that have been found with some of the the mail in stuff? I I don't know. I'm I'm still kind of skeptical mm-hmm. with those. Right. Right. Now the Colagard test is a pretty good test. It's not the Colagard test doesn't check for blood in the stool. It checks for cancer DNA. So that Colagard, which is the Malin thing, mm-hmm. uh, does check for cancer DNA, which is really specific. And then if, it, if that's positive, then you go get the colonoscopy. But the colonoscopy is best, really, because it not only detects any polyps, but at the same time, they can go ahead and remove that polyp. Right, right, before it turns polyp. into anything. Right. And, yeah, yeah. And that's the one that's right. got the camera right. on the end, right, so they can sort of see, too, oh, yeah. and right. all yeah. that. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Oh, yeah. And you get oh, the yeah. Michael oh, Jackson yeah, exactly. drugs. <laughs> So, you know, you guys, now you guys mentioned the diet, you know, you know, the, if you eat more processed foods, refined foods, yes. and you eat a lot of, a lot of, a lot of red meat every week, your chances of colon cancer are increased, of course. So, well, uh, and don't you, know, you think that's why talk- these young people are, are seeing more and younger and younger and younger because of the food is so processed. Right. right. You know, they're eating out all the time. You right. know, you, years ago, you know, you'd cook your food at home, have plenty of food, fruits and vegetables. Mm-hmm. And, you know, less processed food. So people are just, you know, they don't have the time. They're eating out. They're eating more processed foods. And that's, uh, you know, that's bad for your colon and uh, promotes the uh, higher incidence of colon cancer we're seeing. So sausage sausage isn't recommended. Probably not. So, you know. I love sausage. I am just a, I'm a sucker for sausage. You can't have it all the time, though. I know, but I have it two, three times a week. Mm. Maybe we want to go to chicken. We know so maybe uh, I would say once a week. Okay. Instead of two, three times a week, give yourself your treat once a week, yeah. and then the rest of the time, you know, eat really, you know, a lot of a uh, lot of food, oatmeal, fruits, vegetables, you know, apples and grapes all the time, strawberries, blueberries, and yeah. uh, plenty of you know broccoli and stuff like that. That's what you want to eat all the time. Yeah, very good. Thank you so much for calling in. We very appreciate good. you so much. Thank you, Dr. Harb. My wife's going to be texting me any second I will now. tell you, I started making, and I even got cold, mm-hmm. 
on this. Yeah. Um, I look got, at that. I, got I just got a text from the wife. I got spices from F and L and ground chicken. And we started making our own breakfast sausage with the ground chicken with the spices for and I'm telling you, it is incredible. Yeah. You can ask Colt. Okay. He loves it and they they use it a lot. So All right. I'm I'm gonna have to make that change. And look, I've got you covered with five and dine today too. Okay, I have good. an amazing it's coming meal. Coming up in a couple minutes. It's gonna be fast and easy. Right. Uh, and it's gonna be ready in less than thirty minutes, and you're gonna love it. So. All right. All right. I can I can groove with that. Mm-hmm. I I think. I mean, I don't want to put words in Doctor Harb's mouth, but I think my five and dine will be Doctor Harb approved. Okay. We shall see. Well, we'll find out shortly, won't mm-hmm. we? Yep. Ground chicken, okay, and I got to get the spices, and it's all at F and L, and it's really good. Okay, so all right, Man, just hit my note and let me I, do I my just, five and well, nine. I, I, just well, let me do it. We're, we're a little early. I was going to try to breathe a little bit. And, well, you can breathe while I do five well, and I'm nine. I'm pondering. <laughs> I mean, this is like this is like almost losing a friend walking away. You don't have to lose the friend. You just have to not see the friend so often. <laughs> And maybe visit the friend's prettier cousin, Chicken Sausage. It's time for Janet's Five and Dine on the Morning Jam. (laughs) Give her five minutes and she'll give you some great inspiration for a delicious meal tonight. Our Five and Dine is brought to you by our friends at F&L Market. They're on Memorial Avenue in Lynchburg, cutting and grinding fresh meats every single day and working hard to keep their prices low so you can keep your food bill in check. You can usually tell what I'm having for dinner just based on my five and dine. Yeah. Uh, like last night, I had the grinder salad. That was yesterday's recipe, and right. it was delicious, by the way. Wait a minute. Salad. I had salad last night mm-hmm. with sausage. Oh, my Lord. Links. Yeah. Is that, is that like... The good, the bad, and the Maybe ugly. Maybe you can try this one. Okay. Uh, today's recipe is a Mediterranean sheet pan recipe mm. that is delicious. It comes together quickly. 30 minutes, you'll have dinner on the table. Uh, and it's basically salmon and veggies. Oh, nice. And it's so delicious. You're just going to need, you know, your portion of your of your whatever salmon mm-hmm. that you, uh, if it's for, for two people, you'll have two pieces on there. Right. Preheat your oven to 425, line your bake sheet with parchment paper, and okay. you're going to add in your uh, diced potatoes. Uh, sometimes I'll use, uh, you can use russet potatoes or yellow potatoes. Uh, you can even use sweet potatoes. I like sweet potatoes with a uh, piece of salmon, and so that would be good as well. You're going to drizzle it with olive oil, season it up, and you're going to cook the potatoes first for about five to six minutes. Then you're going to take that from the oven, push the potatoes to the side. You're going to add in your salmon, and you can pick whatever veggies you like. For this recipe, I recommend tossing some broccoli in there, a a variety of different pepper colors. If you've got any great tomatoes left over, that's great to to toss on there. Uh, Some sweet onions, some red onions uh, are on there, and then you just olive oil, season it up, and then you're just going to bake it for about 17 minutes until the salmon reaches that nice internal temperature. And by the time you put all that together, right. it's so tasty. Sounds like it. And it's just as delicious as anything else you might go out. And and you can make it your own. Right. If you like asparagus, okay. toss some asparagus on there. If you like Brussels sprouts, toss those on there. Find the recipe by going to Facebook. Type in Janet's Five and Dine. Brought to you by F&L Market, Memorial Avenue, Lynchburg, where their meats are cut above. 
before you fire up the coffee maker, turn on the Morning Jam with Janet and Mark on the Virginia Talk Radio Network. I come from a long line of Southern cooks, and one thing my mama always told me was ingredients matter. That's why I trust the experienced butchers at F&L Market, Lynchburg's only locally and family-owned independent grocery store. Their staff cuts and grinds fresh meats daily and will offer you the personal service you desire for everyday meals or special occasions. This week at F&L Market, save on frozen shrimp, $4.98 for a one-pound bag. A half a slice bone-in pork loin is a pound. Sugardale bacon, regular or thick slice, is $2.98 for a package. Family pack top sirloin is $5.98 a pound. Become a VIP Savings Club member and save even more by texting FL Market to 833-605-1804. Stop by FNL Market today, 2517 Memorial Avenue, Lynchburg. Their meat is a cut above. This is my impression of a millennial comedian. Millennial comedians, uh, they can tell jokes, but they can't hurt anybody's feelings. And they don't want anyone to feel, like, you know, left out. <laughs> so in this impression of being a millennial comedian, I need you to imagine that I'm younger. Sorry for batteries who are not included. Some people are really attractive with masks on. gaslight, but not at these prices. <laughs> too uh, real. A little bit. <laughs> a little bit too real. Yeah. Uh, More this, than I can handle. Try, I gotta find, I'm trying to remember who this next guy is. He's, uh, we're going to hear from him the rest of the morning. Uh, that would be Chris Newberg. He's uh, offensive jokes that won't be offensive to anyone. Oh. So. Okay. He's trying to be because it, it politically seems like, correct huh? in all of his joke telling. Seems like it's just e- getting even harder. Yeah. To, okay, question. Random. Random. I, I haven't had crib brulee. Okay. Uh, has, has Kevin James lost all his hair? I don't know. I haven't seen I, him in a I while. Saw, I saw a promo, or I thought it was a promo, for his new show. Oh, he's got a new show. And a new, yeah, a new stand-up show that he's doing. Uh, and Oh, I just sw- a, a stand-up routine. Oh, yeah. Okay, gotcha. And... I swear it looked like he was bald. Huh. I knew he that... had a receding ha- hairline kind of. Oh, yeah. Working from the front to the back. Yeah, look at that. Oh, my gosh. He is bald there. What the heck? What, what, well, maybe what? he shaved it off on purpose. Why? And he's got the beard. I have to tell you, See, Kevin, I... you're not that good looking. You've got to be really, really good looking to, like, go bald by choice. Yeah. Well, I'm going. Yeah, he, he, looks, he looks like an angry linebacker <laughs> now. <laughs> he does. Look, look at him. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. All right, this is like throwing me for a loop yeah. a little bit. I don't know if I like I, it either. I, I saw it and then I was like, no, that's not that's not well, accurate. Look, you can look at his, like where the shade is on his head. Right. He still looks like he can have hair. 
I mean, based well, on why, that. Why? Why is he picture, doing that? He hasn't been wearing toupees, has he? I don't know. He's a mm, likable character. He I is do, so likable. I do like him. And the thing about him is, he'll probably he'll probably address it because he knows everybody's going to be yeah, ask, like, "What ask are you doing?" Question. I'm really confused. My favorite movie with him is where he plays the writer, and he gets involved. It's a Netflix movie. He gets involved in his own writing. He writes. Uh, drama and mystery you know like double oh, seven kind of stuff next thing you know he's like there be- are very few things he's been in the actor that i don't love yeah oh like, if you haven't seen boom, this one love that one yeah that's a good one i love, love that the grown-ups love all yeah. that yeah he's just a funny guy yeah so here's a follow-up to a story that we were talking about earlier in the week that we were very confused about mm-hmm. the kansas city chief fans that froze to death in their buddy's yes, backyard yes, three of them yeah I, which i still don't understand how there's no culpability at all right by the homeowner but anyway um as their families wait for toxicology results to shed more light on the mysterious death of three kansas city chief fans right experts have told um media sources a mixture of drugs and frigid weather could have dealt the trio a lethal blow. That's what we said. Right. Or, right and even right. alcohol mm-hmm. is not your friend. No, absolutely not. Uh, the bodies of Ricky Johnson, 38, Clayton McGee, 36, and David Harrington, 37. Gosh, all young. Yes. Gee. Were, I mean, they were just buddies watching a ball game. Yeah. They were discovered January 9th, two days after they had gathered at their friend Jordan Willis's home. To watch the Chiefs See, play the Chargers. Something's wrong there for two days. You know, if you yeah. have some friends, then they're a little inebriated. Hey, text me when you get home. Or, you haven't heard from them in an hour? You start checking things out. Okay, but I, I don't think most men would do that. Now, if he was married, his right. wife might do that. Okay. I'm going to do that. Right. I And I do do that. Mm-hmm. But I don't I, I don't know that my, my husband would, would say yeah. to, to his buddy friends yeah hey dude let me know when you get home yeah i just don't think he would do that mm. um but the kansas city police department says no foul play is expected mm. and it's 100 percent not being investigated as a homicide i don't see how that yes yeah, you have to investigate it at, at least. least on the surface yeah there's negligence in, in there's some well, some form of negligence right, so, i don't know what it maybe the easiest less form of negligence so let's say you're a dude, and you didn't say that. Right. But I am Aaron, or one of the, I'm I'm Ricky's wife. Right. And I call you, and I go, Mark, he's not home. Right, what he's not home did he yet. leave yeah. your house? Exactly. What is going yeah, on Where are the other here? people in these three men's it, lives? Is his car still there? That didn't is try to reach something? out. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the thing. That's Where the were their cars? Part. Right. Well, that's, did you not have a car in your driveway? Right. How close they did they live home? to the house? There's so many questions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the men's families have accused Willis of playing an active role, hmm. including allegations they were drugged. Oh, wow. The family cite Willis's attorney's changing narrative about the friend's final hours. His claims his client slept on his couch through much of the 48 hours that nah. his friends were dead in his backyard. Nah, sorry, don't buy it. And Unless his he role, was in a comatose drug state, you don't sleep that long. And his role as a brilliant scientist with a PhD working at a nonprofit developing immunizations. That's what well, this guy does? That's what it says. Holy cow. If he's that brilliant, I think he could, like, check his backyard. Yeah. Experts 
who spoke um, all posted that the deaths were most likely accidental caused by uh, recreational drug use gone horribly wrong. Mm-hmm. That's not a great assumption to make. Right. Well, it, I mean, drinking, I, I mean, I think everybody's going to assume that there was probably drinking going on. Sure. Uh, if they took alcohol, they're saying that they don't think it's alcohol because they would not collapse at the same time. Ah, People react Good differently. Point. Yeah. Good point. See, I didn't even think about that. Yeah. There's three of them. Hey, wait, Bob, what's going on, Bob? We got to go back to the house. Bob's right. over here passed out. Right. Because it metabolizes at different speeds. Yes, with different people. But my thing is, if they're in the back around a fire pit, just, you know, and they're all, you know, talking, laughing, having fun, right. and then they pass out, that's kind of how I saw it. But not being there, it's hard to, it's hard to know. Yeah. Um, they're, uh, if they metabolize at different speeds, um, they react to it, but they don't react right away. Mm-hmm. They're conscious enough to go indoors if they feel like they're going to pass out. Uh, it would be a type of drug that would cause a person to be disoriented, ruling out carbon monoxide because the men's bodies were found outside. Fentanyl-type drugs can cause disorientation disorientation, and rapid sleep-like loss of consciousness, which could explain why the guy was sleeping on his sofa for 48 hours. True. So, if all four of these people took it together, the guy on the couch sleeps it off for a long time, Mm -hmm. whereas the three who went outside disoriented and didn't have their coats on, um, it could be a combination of the drug's hypothermia. Okay. Death from an overdose of fentanyl or other fentanyl versions of the drug with similar but slightly different chemical structure is an immediate. Mm-hmm. I, I, don't, I mean, I guess you just don't know. About, but these do, these look like some guys that would go and have a few beers and then yeah. go home on a Sunday. Right. I don't know who this is that texted in, but our comedian in just a little bit is going to do a bit called Too Soon. And he plays the song and he gets the audience to say, sing the chorus that he wrote too soon. He practices it with him. This one's too soon, whoever this text is. They need to scrub their social media and see if they had any contact with the Clintons. Oh, gosh. Too soon. Too soon, yeah. Too soon. Is it too soon? Yeah, a little too soon. a little soon. soon. A little too soon. (laughs) Uh, Willis is not facing criminal charges, and he hasn't been accused of any wrongdoing by the police. Right. But he could be charged with drug-induced homicide or manslaughter if he were found to be the supplier of the drugs. And what does he do for a living, did we say? Hmm? He's like a PhD or something. And what does he do? Just drugs, I think. Developing immunizations. Huh. So the Kevin James movie I'm talking to you earlier about is True Memoirs of an International Assassin. It's a good movie. You need to watch. You and Mark need to watch this one. It's on Netflix. Kevin James. And finishing up this story. um, Oh, you weren't done? No. (laughs) He hasn't been charged, but there is a possibility of having, you know, civil, the, the family could come back with civil cases, and right. they think that could be a, the case. Gotcha. Um, another person who weighed in said, I'd bet my pension they were drinking and smoking weed that was laced. Hmm. Okay. So, All right. I don't know, but people are going to be following this story for, for a long time, yeah. I think. This is one Nancy Grace can maybe get a hold of. Yeah. And the and, and the, not syn- let it go. the synthetic pot that we were just talking about last hour. Yes. It's also brought up in this. Oh wow. Um Holy cow. story. Guys, stay away from this stuff. We're just on the eve of eight o'clock. CBS News is next on this Friday.